Hey, welcome to the Mastering Rod Building Podcast, everybody. I'm Bill Faulkner, and I am super excited to have with me again this week the one, the only, the ineffable Aaron Lowe. What's up, Aaron? Hey, how's it going today? Thanks for having me again. Oh, man. I'm delighted that you're here. Uh, although maybe neither one of us, we just heard from our friend David Clanton, and uh, he's on the beach catching big trout as we speak. So I'm, I'm questioning all my life decisions, although I'm I'm happy to have you as my guest as I question him. Yeah, no, he, he definitely got us today, didn't he? he it appears that he has, uh, so good for him. But super excited to have you on today. Uh, as a reminder, or if anybody missed Aaron's uh, last guest appearance on the podcast, Aaron is the North American Director of Sales for Angler's Resource, the exclusive uh, distributor for uh, Fuji products in North America, and now AV1 products in North America, although we'll have another podcast episode about that specifically and um this is a another new product showcase and aaron i think you and i are both super super excited because this is a big one right um yeah i think we hyperbolic terms like uh, game changer and uh you know, revolutionary and these kind of things get overused all the time. But we have something to talk about today that is a game changer. It is revolutionary. It is a significant innovation in uh, real seat design and technology. And so without further ado, what, what are you unveiling for us today? So today I would like to talk to you guys about the new titanium carbon hybrid series real seats or the Fuji TCH real seats. And these things like uh, you and I were together when we first got to see them and get our hands on the first ones. These things are redonkulous. It, yeah, they're unbelievable. And the weight, the shape, the hood material, there's a lot of things to talk about here. But I mean, the engineering that went into this is absolutely incredible. And as you mentioned, it, it should change the game in the real seat world for a long time to come. That that's right. And so this is Fuji is is kind of defining this now as the new global standard for real seats. As people probably know, Fuji was the first to come up with uh, kind of a uh, reinforced plastic kind of carbon fiber type uh, composition. It's that normal gray material we think of all the time in our ECS seats, ACS seats, PULS, PTS. VSS, all that, right? That Fuji was the first to kind of create that decades ago and is, has sort of riffed and iterated on it several times. This is a completely new method of construction that is going to be the new global standard. So this is like, uh, this is the new real seat uh, technology. And I expect it to be every bit as revolutionary as those were. And, and really what it is, is it's the world's first um combination or, or hybrid of I'm gonna see if I get it right Aaron long carbon fiber reinforced plastic so think thermo molded uh plastic base with long carbon fibers uh, almost like hairs filaments saturating that material um and it's it's a proprietary and original design that Fuji has come up with that sort of maximizes uh the characteristics of both materials right and so uh if, if we don't even talk about the titanium hoods which we're going to get to and the engineering that went into the hood design which is probably where we'll start to give people a sense these seats start at like they weigh 22 grams so that's right. even like i don't even know how many ounces that is it's not much let's see i'll google it I weighed yesterday, actually, uh, we were sitting there debating which one would be lighter, the new TCH series or 
you know, the SK2 seats, the split seats, because uh, we know yep. the split seats are considerably lighter than our ECS and ACS, as are the TCH seats. So there was less than a gram difference, less than a gram difference. It barely measured out between our new TCH size 15 and our SK2 seats. That's crazy. So, yeah, it, it's incredible the weight reduction that you get and the strength out of these things. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be specific because I know people are like, oh, all the all the exaggeration, all the um, to, to and this is hard scientific data, right? Mm -hmm. So to help you understand, if you take a traditional Fuji casting or spinning seat like they've used forever that everybody copies, it looks like all the seats on all the rods today. The tensile strength of this uh long carbon fiber reinforced material is 157 percent stronger yep it has a bending strength of being 134 percent stiffer or stronger okay so we're talking about dramatically stronger and more durable and than the existing seats and from a i'm gonna these from a flex resistance or flexural modulus <laughs> engineers are cringing right now this seat, by virtue of a not just the material, but the geometry of the design, is 233% stronger uh, than than any seat Fuji has made in the past. And, and that you get all that at a seat that's 15% lighter than any comparable spinning or casting seat. So again, these are like mind-blowing numbers. If you could get a 10% improvement strength, that's appreciable like that's meaningful Absolutely. uh uh 20 you know a 5 reduction in weight we're talking 157 percent stronger 134 percent stiffer 233 percent kind of more resistant to flex and breakage and and at a, a weight savings of 15 percent crazy right so literally these these are game changers it, it, that's not hyperbole yeah, I was going to say, when we say revolutionary, we really mean it. It's the yeah. engineers have put in a lot of effort on these. Yeah, and they it's three years, three years in yeah. the making, somewhat disrupted a little bit by COVID, but they literally, the Fuji engineers have been cooking on this one for three years before they finally said it's right. So um, if, if we talk about the seats, so we, we talked about some of those numbers. Really, what the way Fuji's explained it to me, the whole system begins with the hood, and the hood was the first right. kind of revolutionary piece of engineering and essentially this is just a completely different hood in terms of design construction materials and geometry right so uh probably most notably the the hood does not go all the way around the seat it's nope. almost like a, a plate type hood that only goes on the top but it has what fuji's calling the l-shaped key structure or and, and it's very hard to describe uh, verbally but it's really easy to see and we'll post links to the documents the, the engineering documents and the press kits that fuji's released with these things but essentially the hood uh, rides in two channels on either side of the real seat uh, and by virtue of being titanium reinforced and having this L-shaped key structure, these things are brutally strong. So I know when I was in, we, we talked about 233% stronger than previous seats. What that means to you is at 22 grams, you can get a seat that's stronger than most metal seats, most aluminum seats on the market, mm -hmm. and is going to be much more comfortable and weigh much, much less, right? Um, I know when I was at the R&D Center in Shizuoka, we had mounted a 50-wide, uh, oh gosh, Tiagra, Shimano reel to it, and I couldn't rip it out of the size uh, 13 seat. You would never 
put a reel that big on on this seat but it just talks about it just tells you how strong it is and rather than the way the hood is an arch and the geometry of it it's very flat and very wide it creates a significant increase in the surface area of the hood that's coming in contact with the real foot and right. so you just get a much much stronger hold by design by yeah. engineering as well as by the strength of the materials, there's actually a little bit of elasticity and flexibility to this material that lets you sort of tighten it down and it holds, it doesn't come loose. In addition to those L-shaped key structures, the threads are really unique on these right. seats, right? And and Fuji did, um, I don't know, how would you describe them? They're kind of symmetrical, large square threads, I guess. Yeah. So in the past, if you look really close at our seats, I mean, you, you can see the rounded edges like you would typically see on a threaded barrel of any kind. And these, they've changed the spacing slightly. They've raised them and they've squared them off. And the design purpose behind that is to help make sure that that seat can't back off or pull back like it locks itself in play with that l-shaped channel so that even without a backstop lock nut this real seat hood cannot back up or pull back because the the barrel itself the new fibers and the new shape of these threads completely holds that in place once you've tightened it down so it forms a self-locking style hood which is why you were unable to pull that tiagra 30 or 50 wide off of that size 13 seat yeah, brutally strong. And it's really interesting because the material doesn't flex as much. If you take a normal seat, like let's just say you take a size 17 VSS seat and you mm. really crank down and tighten it, uh, it actually goes out of alignment a little bit and you get to a, you you get get to a place yeah, where the threads don't make contact all the way around. They're only bearing on one side of the threads, if that makes sense. The engineering and geometry of these, the L-shaped channels on both sides of the seat, as well as these really highly designed threads and the stiffer material, you get, again, just like you're getting more contact with the real foot, you're getting more bearing, like 400% more of the reel is touching of the hood threads or touching the threads on the seat. And so right. it doesn't, like Aaron said, it doesn't back off. It won't come loose because of design. And it's just a brilliant, brilliant uh design uh, and the hood i mentioned they've got titanium hoods and those are going to be available in multiple finishes right yeah so we'll have the regular titanium and the t2 which is the dark finish um so both titaniums will be available on these hoods and they're you know it's the black titanium came out i think a couple of years ago from fuji so it's been a really big hit here in the states and gorgeous everybody yeah. really seems to love it it's it's absolutely a gorgeous finish and it'll be available on these real seats now to match the guides um, it's pretty crazy that we're sitting here talking about this brand new seat and the titanium hood is probably the, the least exciting breaking news that we've had <laughs> so far. Like right. normally when you get something that's made out of titanium, that's a huge thing and everybody wants to talk about it. But these seats are just built to the, the such dimension or such a strength and capabilities that the titanium part is kind of a, a secondary thing. But you've mentioned in, uh, several times that you had that 50 wide on that real seat. And part of the uniqueness of this real seat is, yes, it holds that 50 wide, but I can still take a, a 1000 series spinning reel. And again, because that geometry and the way it's shaped and tighten that 1000 series spinning reel down and it locks up just as tight. So yep. really, really cool how they were able to do something like that. And to me, that kind of plays into the some of the new techniques that are out there. I mean, if you really think about 
slow pitch jigging or, oh, or yeah. some of these new techniques. I mean, I think that plays in great. Now you've got a real seat that you can stay comfortable and ergonomic with on these smaller blanks and enjoy those techniques even more. Well, in BFS, you know, this uh, bait finesse system is such a has been such a big thing over the last year. And to have a, a seat that's so light and so strong for those anything you can do to reduce weight. And now it also matches your uh, titanium frame guides, either in the dark, the regular shiny titanium or the the dark kind of black anodized T2. It's not anodized Fuji or World or Eyes at Me, right. but yeah, it, 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 I think they're going to be extremely popular. And so we've talked a lot about the material. So it's clearly just, just composed of a material that's revolutionary and dramatically different than anything else. Right. And, and I will tell you, um, one of the things that drives me crazy about these types of seats, these carbon fiber seats, you know, is, um, a lot of them are not very strong. Uh, you can take them and I can crush them in my hand. I can take a brand new seat out of the package from some of these seats that are out there, man, they look really good and they'll probably be fairly stable once you put them on the rod blank, but I'm not like the biggest, burliest, strongest guy. And if I can just crush them by squeezing them or by putting them between my palms and completely flatten them, that's not strong. These things are ridiculous. I'm not supposed to disclose, uh, you know, the loads we were putting on them in the R&D center, but we put them under a load tester and they, it takes a lot of weight, way more than uh, any of us are capable of generating to take one of these things out around or bend it, or they're just ridiculously strong. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So, so we've talked and we've talked about the geometry of it. So this is a different mm -hmm. shape hood. It's a different composition of hood. It's a different L-shaped channel. This is the, the, the mechanics of this seat and how it securely holds a reel are different than anything that's ever been made out of any material before. So that, so that's exactly. a game changer, but now let's talk about the bodies a little bit because the whole system starts with this hood, but then there are both casting and spinning style or trigger yeah. and conventional and not trigger kind of spinning size uh, or design bodies, which, which one should we talk about first? Uh, let's go with the casting first, just okay. simply because it is a little bit more traditional, I would say. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it, it's still a different shape. It, it does hold a traditional style shape, kind of like the ECS and the ACS, uh, but it's still a hybrid. It, it's got an ergonomicness to the actual feel of it. So it's got different shapes coming back into your hand. So it sits really comfortably in the hand. We yep. said it's extremely lightweight and extremely strong, but it still has the standard trigger. There is no window on this one, unfortunately. Uh, that's the only thing that, you know, we've had some requests about, but as light as it is and, and the feel that comes through it, you the window is not necessarily a, a huge need in something like this because the carbon fiber is going to transfer the, the vibrations and the sensitivity through it just like it would uh, if you had your blank through. but Yeah, so what Aaron's referring to is with a lot of these blank through seats like ACS and ECS Fuji seats come to mind, right? Um, yep. You actually order a certain size of seat to fit on the blank you're going to use that uh, real seat on, and you actually have a blank exposed area. What Fuji did is they created, so this seat is not symmetrical. So if you think about uh, turning objects on a lathe, there's like a center bore and then everything's almost kind of concentric to that. These are asymmetrical in that the bore or the center of where the blank goes through the seat is not centered per se, meaning on the casting seat, it is very narrow walled and skinny top to bottom, but has some lateral width side to side. And that's actually ergonomic. It is designed mm -hmm. to fit the human hand and they found that it gives the angler much better control and sensitivity if you have a broader section exposed to the palm of your hand and your fingers and so if you think about the seat being almost oval shaped 
and it's oval sideways. So it's wider on the sides and narrower on the top and bottom. And so this not only bling, brings the real seat down lower, more profile, closer to the diameter of the blank than a traditional seat. It also gives you this wider sort of torsional stability and comfort in your hand. But they created what they found was, to your point, there's multiple what they're calling thin wall spots in the real seats. Right where there's very little, very, very little, almost like a skin thin uh, layer of this long carbon fiber reinforced plastic. And what they found was it was just as sensitive as uh, being blank exposed and you mm -hmm. didn't have the nuance of having to fit the seat to the blank, right? Right. Meaning you can use one uh, one seat for all these different casting size. You don't have to get a 9.5, a 10.5, a 12.5, whatever. You can just use one. But um they're just incredibly low profile, incredibly comfortable and, and, and so strong and so light. The first one I got, I put, you mentioned slow pitch. I put on a slow pitch rod on a, a, a jig pro prototype blank and we've been fishing it. It's awesome. Yep. Um, I did what I always do, which is drill a hole in the trigger for my hook keeper. And while that, that's a rich forehand trick, thank you, uh, Rich. Um, and while it was harder to drill through than the normal ones, it's working great, holds up unbelievable. They're just extremely comfortable. So if we compare this to a traditional seat, the, the other thing that's different about the bodies now, Aaron, is they're, they've, Fuji's gone with different sizing on these, right? They're, we're very yeah. used to like a 16, 17, 18, 20, 22 size. Uh, these are different sizes. These are what, 13 and 15? That's correct, yeah. So, and like you mentioned, instead of the seat being more round in your hand and, and having that central position where they're running the the blank through and the diameter more through in the center they made it a little bit more oval less hand fatigue more ergonomic feels really good in your hand and so that allowed them to kind of shrink it down a little bit so the casting seats come in a size 13 body and a 15 body inside of those there are two different uh tube sizes or barrel sizes so you'll have a 13 millimeter od with an 11 millimeter id and a 13 millimeter they're calling it 13 uh size seat with a 13 millimeter barrel as well so an 11 and a 13 in the size 13 in terms of interior bore inner diameter 11 or 13 yep and then on the size 15 body they're going to have a 13 interior bore and a 15 interior bore so a couple different sizes there uh it still has that really nice flat channel on top to make sure your seat fits really good and flat on top like I said, it, it's just an incredible new design and revolution, which is why they're changing the sizes from the typical 16, 17, 18, 20 to this new 13 and 15 design. And it feels, it's interesting, it feels really good in hand, right? We just did the episode with Tom Kirkman from Rodmaker Magazine about ergonomics, and I, it's made me walk around and kind of look at everything in my shop and, and think about everything I'm doing. And are we putting seats that are too small on things and everything else? This one, by virtue of the width and the way it's designed to fit your hand, doesn't feel small. It feels significant, but it is small and really light and really strong. Um, and there's the we have the uh, spinning style as well. And this one is interesting. This one is probably more different looking than any seat spinning seat we've seen before, right? And so absolutely, um, the casting they're calling the flat back casting seat body or CFBCS. Mm -hmm. So casting flat back casting seat and again that flat back is referring to how wide it is in the hand and how comfortable it is for the spinning seat we could say they just rotated everything 90 degrees right and so all the yeah. all the sort of 
Yeah, it, it's vertical instead of horizontal, the out of round sort of shape. And this one they're calling the narrow hump spinning seat body or the CNHSS. This one looks a little more revolutionary, right? Yeah. So this one, because like you said, it, it's kind of a little bit taller in your hands. So it, it still gives you that ergonomic feel and that hand relief in the back of your palm whenever you're holding it for a spinning rod, because now your hand is looser instead of trying to grip the rod as tight. Right. And it's got different finger plates going around each side. So your hand has a nice ergonomic grip and feel to it. So like I said, it, it's completely different than anything we've seen from Fuji thus far. You know, the TVS a couple of years ago had kind of changed the way they were looking at spinning reels and they tried to get really ergonomic and shape it to where it would fit your hand. Right. And this is even more radical than that one. If you, if you want to look at it that way, it's, it's completely different shape. It, it's got a flat spot where the real foot goes, but then it kind of angles back and, and it shapes out. It's really hard to describe. You'd have to see the pictures that we link below, but it's definitely different than anything that we've ever put out there. And it's still extremely lightweight. It's still extremely strong, performs beautifully whenever you've got it on an inshore rod. Uh, I mean, personal experience and all, but great thing to have or great real seat, great design. Feels good in your hand. Uh, it's just something new and revolutionary. Absolutely. And, and even though it's, you know, uh, a smaller overall kind of profile, it's still lighter than anything we've made before. I mean, I right. think they're 13, the 13 size 13 is like 13% lighter than a VSS 16 without even having the grip on it. The VSS, yeah, yet. it's in, in the 15s, 2% lighter. So about the same without even a grip on it. So they're just incredibly light. They do have still the thin wall spots built in and engineered into the seat. So where your fingers touch, you're going to have max sensitivity and very little material between you and the rod blank. Right. Um, yep. And the other thing that's interesting is, and they showed me this at the Yokohama Jaftma show in January when they released this seat, it, it's equally comfortable up locking and down locking, which I'm kind of excited about because I find myself changing my handle dimensions, changing my geometry and, and balance and, and playing with some of these variables. And I like some of these seats like the VSS that I've historically always made a down locking seat. I'm really liking with some of our new grip shapes, uh, making them up locking. And this one does very, very well in that regard too, which is, which is pretty exciting. Right. And, and so size wise, these are a little different size wise too, right? Right. Absolutely. It's, again, it's going to be a 13 and a 15 also. Um, I, you know, I've noticed that too, over the years, it's kind of interesting. You mentioned the up locking and down locking. Yeah. The down locking definitely seems to be a, a more of a U.S. based thing. Mm -hmm. um, I've noticed a lot of times if something's coming from overseas or even being over in Japan at their shows and walking around, Yep. A lot of things over there all up are uh, yeah up locking. So yep. um, it's cool that Fuji th takes that into account and and goes through the process to make sure it works either way for both markets. Yeah, it's it, it didn't look to me like it would work both ways. I was like, no, nah, that's uh, designed to be down locking. And then Mr. Omura made me turn it, and I was like, oh wow, it feels great. It feels great <laughs> up locking. So I'm definitely playing around with that. I love having the option. Yeah, absolutely. But yes, sir, it does. It comes in both the 13 and the 15. And again, titanium hoods. So you would have your standard titanium and the T2 darker finish. And these are the same proprietary titanium alloys that we have on all of our guides. So I know that's another concern uh, that has been mentioned in the past. Hey, titanium, you know, it can be soft. It's not the same titanium you go find at the store that you can bend and break and tear up. This is extremely strong, holds up very well to all applications. Yep. And as you mentioned, I mean, you put a 50 wide on it and twisted and turned and tried to break it free. 
and you couldn't pop that titanium. So yeah, yeah. Um, you don't have to, the titanium is ultra strong and extremely corrosion resistant. So you don't have to worry about that at all while you're out there fishing. Yep. Awesome. And and again, I feel like for all those custom builders that are out there watching this, the, all the Van Stahl seats fit these sizes. Yes. <laughs> so yes. that's the other Here thing. Again. Yeah. And, and this is not as big a deal with the casting seats, but it has historically been a problem. And so if you're new to rod building, um, you may not have come across this yet, but there are certain seats. There's no standardization of real foot dimensions. Um, and it really kind of manifests itself in a couple of places worse than others. One is fly seats and, and by virtue yeah. of how old or new designs are, that's one. And the other one is, is spinning. And so you've got some of these, uh, some real specific niche reels, uh, van stalls, which are fully sealed reels designed for surf angling. And they have a really strong following both lovers and haters, I guess, of those seats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and part of that's due to resistance, all the seals, the resistance when turning. And so, you know, some people like them, some people don't. But, you know, those who like them, love them and swear by them and they have a big clunky foot and it doesn't fit yeah. a lot of spinning seats. And so you got guys having to use custom builders being forced to use certain size and design Fuji seats just to get a van stall to fit. Those days are over. Yeah, you, you almost had to go to an 18 or a 20 to get some of those real feet inside of these things. Yep. And when you're standing on a pier or on the beach, which is typically where you find a lot of those van stalls, yep. it, it just, the heavier the rod, the, the more weight you're dealing with every day, it just, it's uncomfortable and it's not fun. So, yep. you know, this new hood design being flat rather than being all round, uh, we've had van stalls. I've went to the store and put van stalls in it just to make sure they would fit. And so now you can go to a lighter weight reel seat on your surf rod or on your uh, beach rod with titanium hood. So you don't have to worry about corrosion and still hold up and get an ultra strong reel seat. And we, we have not found anything yet that won't fit. I'll offer a bounty. If you find something that won't fit, that's a reasonable, you let me know and uh, reach out via the podcast and we'll uh, we'll come up with a prize or something for you. Okay, so let's talk. This is the part that I'm holding my breath and I'm nervous about. So obviously, game changer seat, completely different material structure and fabrication method, dramatically different hood than anyone's ever designed before. New bodies, like all this great technology. It's strong. It's lightweight. It will not corrode. Lasts forever. Uh, how how bad is the price going to hurt me? Well, for all the technology. All the engineering and everything that we've discussed, there's two different versions. One thing that we did not talk about is there's a polished version of this body and there's an unpolished version of this body. Okay. So you've actually got two different seats. One of them, you know, when you get, say, a, a polished carbon and you look at a piece of polished carbon, you, you kind of see it. It's got the clear finish over it. Looks really nice. It's just a little bit shinier. And then our unpolished one is more like a raw carbon. It's not matte, but it's more of a raw finish. So you don't have that shiny coating on it. And so you can kind of see the difference when you look at them. Right. Um, but for all of that, everything that we're offering, the revolutionary style real seat at retail for a shiny polished version of this real seat in both spinning and casting, you're looking at a forty six dollars. So nice. we're still coming in less than most aluminum seats on the market. Oh, yeah. We're much lighter than the aluminum seats on the market. Stronger. We've got extreme strength and titanium hoods. And for a polished version, you're coming in at $46. So talk about a remarkable value for what you're getting uh, in this seat. It's absolutely incredible. And the custom rod, or the custom world is already excited about it. We've had several of them go out the door that way. But the unpolished version, it is actually retailing at about $36. So there nice. is a price gap there. But if you wanted to get into the seat and it, it's more of that raw carbon look, 
you ten dollars less starting out you're at thirty dollars for or thirty six dollars for the real seat which again is still much less than most of the aluminum seats that are on the market today yeah and i can tell you having been in shizuoka at fuji's r d center in january of this year as we sit here talking in august of 23 the polished version is hand polished. <laughs> I watched them doing it. So that's that's why there's a there's a yeah. price difference when you've got master craftsmen actually at the bench polishing each one before they go out the door that um it's kind of like those ruby guy ruby ring yeah. titanium guides that they hand make that are they're not cheap and you wouldn't expect them to be because of the the craftsmanship that goes into them. But um, one of the things that is, uh, you know, with innovation comes, you know, change and some discomfort. So the seats that the grips that fit the normal seats by virtue of these having dimensions won't fit. Right. So if you're a custom builder, as we sit here today, um, we're having trim parts and uh, tubes and seats and things coming more to follow on that. We wanted to get the seats out as quickly as we could. We don't have all those the the Fuji has not made available all the new grip shapes to fit these seats, but those will be coming imminently. So if you turn your own stuff, it's no big deal. You're fine. You'll be able to make your own hoods uh, or uh, mm-hmm. foregrips and grips and everything. But do be aware that gr- some grips in both cork and EVA to fit these seats will be forthcoming. There's definitely some things in the works that uh, yeah. are going to highlight this seat. That's one of the things that, you know, Fuji wanted to make sure of as well as we did here at Anglers is that, you don't want to put this seat on a rod and then just bog it down with a bunch of heavy stuff. So uh, there's, there's some extreme thought process and engineering going into some of these pieces to help highlight this seat, keep it ultra lightweight and still make it look phenomenal while it's on there. And so the other thing is they're currently available in size 13 and 15, but uh, stay tuned for additional sizes as well. And if I were to guess, and this is all speculation and unfounded, this is just my own personal opinion. Um, You know, I would expect to see them coming in larger sizes, not smaller sizes uh, going forward. I I would probably guess that you're right there. The other thing that, you know, again, I'd like I'd speculate is if you look at the history of Fuji and new products and as they release things, they always start in one place and they end up migrating and moving across other areas. So be on the lookout for anything new coming that could be coming next year, the year after. Uh, I think that they've now revolutionized this real seat area. And I don't expect this to be the last breakthrough that they make in this area. Yep. Well said, well said, couldn't have said it better. So, um, you know, stay tuned for all that. Obviously we will post uh, the photos and the engineering drawings and the description of these seats uh, with the podcast uh, in the link in the descriptions below. Uh, but get your hands on one, try it. You got to see it to believe it. Absolutely remarkable. I'm incredibly excited. You know, it's been it's been a minute since we've seen a new product from Fuji. And uh, now we understand where a lot of their R&D bandwidth was going and it was specifically working on this seat. And now so it's just exciting to have it out there and to see how they iterate and where they go from here. And now that they have this technology, uh, it can be used for all kinds of different things. So uh, it's exciting to see. Yeah. Where do we go from here? It's 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 a revolution. So it's going to be awesome. So, Aaron, again, thank you so much for your time. It's such a pleasure to have you on and really appreciate you bringing us the straight dope on all the new uh, all the new Fuji stuff. We don't we don't have to be stalking the Matagi, uh, you know, Instagram to see what's coming. Yep. We, we now have you here telling us and we appreciate it very much. 
Well, I really appreciate you guys having me on. It's it's always fun getting to jump on here and talk about something new. It's not something we've had a lot to a lot to do in the past. So no, that's right. Love being able to share all the new products, and I still think we've got a couple new ones that uh, we haven't got to share yet. But we'll hopefully get back together soon and do that again. Well, yeah. Hey, when when can we get you back on? Well, uh, I don't want to be the bottleneck. We'll make sure we get the, get the people what they want. All right. So I got some photographs coming too. Uh, so hopefully you'll uh, be able to see some of that posted, not along with this of several of the other new products that we've talked about in the past too. So, all right. Well, Hey, thank you so much for your time. Get out and go fishing and try not to, uh, try not to melt in lower Alabama with these temperatures. Yeah, no kidding. I think the heat index today is like 106. I, I don't uh, know. I'm probably going to maintain the air conditioning today. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the only thing you can do. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us on the Mastering Rod Building Podcast. Please remember to like and subscribe and download wherever you get your podcast content.